Welcome to the Faithful Flourishing Podcast, where we'll discuss growing in our walk with Jesus through everyday faithfulness. We believe that true flourishing is possible in all seasons because God himself is our source of life. As we enjoy him and follow him, we will reflect his light in a dark and desperate world. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Hello. It's We're, been a long time. It really has. Did you miss us? <laughs> Doubt it. We missed them, though. We missed you. I have been asking you to record for a long time. I know. I'm like, let's record tonight. Let's record tonight. Life's been pretty busy. Yeah. Been crazy. Actually, we've been traveling a lot. That's true. That's true. Uh, tonight or today, whatever time you're listening to this, we are going to be talking about habitual flourishing, aka spiritual disciplines, and the subject for this episode is prayer. But before we jump in, we have a very special guest who would like to say hello to everybody. Um, hey, my name's Haddon. Um, that's thing. He's in the sweeping. He's gonna miss us though. He's mommy and daddy. They they joined me when when I when I was coming here, and and um I I think you guys are. I think you didn't see me in a long time, guys. And and you and you all just needed to to do this by, I say. And and I just needed to homeless. Wow. All right, that was awesome. Why don't you <clears throat> give the people a little bit update, a little update on where we've been? Have we been traveling? Did we go on some trips? Yeah. We we have go to Las Vegas and North Carolina. That's right. Who did we see in North Carolina? Uncle Mathaniel and Aunt Wiz. Who else? Um uh, my cousin. What are their names? You want to give them a shout out? Yep. Um uh, Solomon, Awa, Awaken, and hmm. Emily. Yeah, Emily. What about your other aunt and uncle? Uncle Angel and and uh, and Aunt and Aunt Brooke. Yes. What was your favorite thing that we did while we were in North Carolina? B- uh, play football with Daddy. Good answer. Good answer. That's fun. All right. What was our other trip? Did you have to go on an airplane for the other trip? Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about the airplane? Great. You weren't scared at all? Nope. Not at all. I was in my trail. I was I was watching shows and I and I'm gonna tell you guys what we saw when we went Las Vegas. And and I'm gonna tell you what what their names were, guys. Um, um, Caden. Yep. Amanda, Tywell, and Cohen. Yeah, that's right. And what did we do? What was your favorite thing that we did in Vegas, aka Nevada? But we he he just knows it as Vegas. <laughs> uh, 
we weren't we weren't like you know vegas baby kind of a trip yeah. we had our own little babies so there was none of that going on um going on the wolverine that was cool that's pretty cool dad <laughs> yeah, why don't you explain what the wolverine is dad uh yes yeah, an off-roading vehicle like a side-by-side but it has a back row so we had some car seats in there it was awesome just riding around in the desert right Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we had and we always do an icebreaker question before mommy and daddy start like talking on our podcast. We always start with like a fun question to answer. Do you want to do it with us? Uh-huh. So here's a question. Are you ready? Ready. What is your favorite thing to do all together as a family? Eat dinner and have cookies. Eat dinner and have cookies. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you something guys um i have new undies (laughs) i have paw patrol undies new and i have superman undies new that is exciting we're gonna keep no yeah okay we're gonna keep that information to ourselves why don't you tell them what we had for dinner tonight so we had pasta had meatballs and we had a bit of some apples and a little bit orange. Yeah. And a little bit cucumbers, dad and mama. Did you get a treat after dinner? Mm-hmm. Cookie. Okay, so if your favorite thing to do as a family is to eat, <laughs> what do you say? Eat dinner? Eat dinner and cookies. So what do we do at our dinner table every night when we eat dinner? We do something called what? Oh, we'll pray, yes. Oh, that's a good tie-in. Yeah. But we do something called high-low buffalo. And so, why don't we do a little high-low buffalo with you, and then you got to get off to bed. Yeah, it's past your bedtime, buddy. All right, so tell everybody. Can I, can I stay up when you're doing the podcast? <laughs> oh, <gosh>. Okay. <laughs> they all want to know. They're dying to know. What was your high today? Undies. Getting your new undies. Wow. All right. What was your low today? When you fell down at he the store. He like face planted like on another level at the store today. It was actually really sad because he was wearing his rain boots and he was running and tripped and like flat as a pancake mm. face down on the ground. It was really sad. What was your buffalo? What was something random in your day? And for those following along at home, a buffalo is something very random that happened oh, yeah, in your yeah. day. I have new shoes now. I'm going to show you guys. I can't see. Well, we we don't have video capabilities yet. We're not on YouTube. His his great-grandmother gave him some Christmas money to get some new shoes. So he got some cool new... What kind of shoes are they? Um, Adidas. Yeah, buddy. All right, let's ask Daddy what his favorite thing to do as a family is. Oh, wow. I didn't prepare for this question. What's your favorite thing to do as a family? I think I already know what Daddy's going to say. I would probably say being outside, maybe on like a walk in a scenic, nature-y place. That's exactly what I knew you were going to say. I love walks. What I thought you were going to say. Take a break of this. I need a bandit on something. <laughs> what happened? Uh, 
I um, I scratched my foot when I fell down at the store. Oh, gotcha. That's well, a good one. How about you, babe? Well, mommy's gonna give mine while you go get a band aid, okay? Because I'm talking, so you don't really technically need to be present for that. What is my favorite thing to do as a family? I actually do. I love both of your answers. I do love our family dinners, especially on nights like tonight when Hazen is not fighting me for what he's eating and he just eats it and loves it. So that was a plus. And (sighs) Haddon has FOMO. And uh, I also, I do love our family walks, but Matthew like really has to get me out there to go on the family walk. So I was like, oh, it doesn't sound great but then once we're on the walk i'm like this is amazing so peaceful and relaxing um trying to think though i feel like those are just like two of course like staple daily things that we do as a family but um it's the little things in life you know okay daddy has one more question for you we have one final question for you Haddon, before you go off to bed what are your thoughts on prayer okay so i'm gonna do the whole podcast of you okay <laughs> he's he's hyped so what are your thoughts on prayer buddy can i tell them something different can i tell them something different what do you want to tell them um um we're in a show right now and um we're in new pants nice and um what are they called? Superman undies. And, and and you guys know that Jesus is the best. We, we know this is. But this is, is true. We are not going to trust Satan anymore. We're going to trust God and his holy name halt. We, we think we, we're not going to do this, but he was on. Haddon, do you have anything to say about prayer? What do you think about praying? Yes, that's a great idea. Uh, thank you, Lord, for we we just need you, Lord. And I, I pray that you and your holy name are all going to work together. Amen. So your thoughts on prayer are just, just pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just jump straight in. Who are we talking to when we're praying? Jesus. Thanks for being on the podcast with us, buddy. That was so great. What a you're, special night. Yeah. You're so, you're our first guest, Haddon. <gasps> We've never had a guest on our podcast yet. And you're the most special guest that we could probably ever have on this podcast for sure. Right? Why? Hey, can I, I can have the microphone all night and <laughs> talk. <laughs> it's time to go to sleep. All right. Tell them good night. Good night. All right, we're back without the child. He went to bed. He was also very upset because he wanted to finish out this podcast. He knows he's just smart. He knows that we had a lot more to record and he wanted to be, he, he has FOMO. Yeah. Also, uh, about maybe 15 seconds has elapsed 
and you you heard some cool little little transition music. In reality, about two hours have passed, and, or more. And so, if we sound more tired than we did it's in that first, it's because we very much are. But yeah. nevertheless, we're going to press on and uh, talk about prayer. Yeah, but we will give a little update on our life, I guess, before that. Yeah. So, like Haddon said, we've we haven't recorded in a long time. And I've had a couple friends, you know who you are, say, what the heck happened? You guys need to keep recording. It's like, we are going to keep recording. Just life stuff. So has it been since, no, has it been since North Carolina that we have recorded? Because that was the end of October. No way. I don't know. I can can look on Spotify. You know what? We probably already even like talked about how we went to North Carolina. But our latest trip, we went to, I surprised my friend, my bestie for the restie. And all the Gen Zers just cringed at me saying bestie for the restie. Are you looking it up? Our last post was November 8th. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, we went to go see our dear friends, the Grams, Tyler and Amanda Graham. Um, it was Amanda's 30th birthday, and so we flew out and surprised her, and it was awesome. We got to spend a full week with them in Nevada, and they also have two sons that are the same ages as our boys, so it was a super fun week. It was awesome. Yeah. Um. So shout out to you, Grant. You can just tell. You can, sorry, we need, to, we need like a pep in our step. You can tell that we're lagging here. Shout out to Tyler and Amanda. We love you guys. Now come to Florida. <laughs> so you ready to jump into prayer? And on top of all the travel, we've uh, we've had a very full season at Grace Life. Lots of organizational changes and shifts and building the trellis, if you will, of ministry at Grace Life. Yes. Matthew just um, got installed as an elder on Sunday. I did. But yes, there has been a lot in ministry life going on. Lots of good, though. A lot of good. Mm-hmm. We just had our student ministry Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a lot of fun. We had a lot of kids show up to that, like more than we were expecting. And they did a big white elephant. And it was m- honestly mad chaos, but it was great. Yeah, did some Christmas caroling. I made a really cute cookie shirt cutie type of board thing. I thought it was cute. It was awesome. Anyway, so that's a little bit about where we've been. We actually haven't been that sick though. That sick? Yeah. It's We're true. always sick. Yeah. We're literally always sick. The boys, Matthew, Haddon, and Hazen did get sick the first like two to three days that we were in, in Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. Why don't you tell them real quick? what you did and the magic that it did. We're not going to tell them about all the other crazy, Amanda's laughing at this right now, but we're not going to tell them about all the other crazy things that I tried, the homeopathic things. Let's just say Tyler and Amanda's poor guest room smelled like garlic for a few days. Yeah, so I came down with a fever like our second day there. Yeah, because it started with the boys. They got sick with like just just like head colds. They actually didn't get fevers, thankfully, but. And I was like, uh I'm not going out like this. We traveled across the country. I'm not going to be sick all week. Yeah. 
So I was willing to try anything. And Alexa says, I'm going to cut up a clove of garlic, mix it with some honey, and you're just going to swallow the entire thing. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be magic. And I said, okay, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And so I came down with a fever at probably 9.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. Or no, maybe 9 p.m. I took the garlic at 9.30. By 11 p.m., my fever broke. It was gone. And it never came back. Yeah. And the next day, like you definitely were feeling like blah. But I went out the whole next day with Amanda and. My energy went up. Like I was going downhill and then garlic happened and I was immediately going uphill. Yeah. Well, yeah. I won't go into details. But I had to do that. I had to do that once because I had. Is that weird to say on a podcast that I have mastitis? No. Okay. Well, I just made it weird. And I swallowed a like a clove of minced garlic and it literally helped my heal my mastitis. So I told him I was like, I'm telling you, like it's a natural antibiotic. So I mince up this clove of clove of garlic, he takes it, and it literally like changed everything for him. It was great. He's also really stressed about how much I'm talking about frivolous things right now because frivolous things <laughs> so the next time you're sick try it try it try maybe, it maybe it, it was coincidence not listen though that i need to clarify this fresh garlic people please fresh, fresh garlic garlic no no jarred minced garlic stuff okay no no mm. fresh okay well we've kept the people waiting long enough okay it's time to talk about prayer are you ready I'm ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Let's dive in. We are in the category of habitual flourishing, which means the spiritual disciplines, habits, rhythms. And we are starting with, I mean, we were just talking a minute ago, and you might even think this is the most important one. Is that true? You're going to put this whole thing on me? That's what you said to me. Well, do you agree with me before I say yes? Uh, I think so. <laughs> I'll give you my theory in a second. No, I was just saying, he was just asking me before we turned on the mics, we were just talking about prayer a little bit and he was just asking like, well, what are your thoughts on prayer? And I think that prayer is quite possibly the most essential part of your relationship with God. Obviously the most essential, like, the center, the reason that we can have a relationship with God is because of Jesus's finished work on the cross, mm-hmm. the gospel, his blood shed on the cross for us to save us, the great exchange. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Also, as sons and daughters, believers here, living in this broken, fallen world, we're not yet on the other side of heaven. We're not fully glorified with him. I just think that prayer is the most essential part of our relationship with him. And I had more to add to that, as you can tell, but I just completely lost it. <laughs> what else was I saying? I don't know. Jog my memory. Well, I'll, I'll say this. My theory is that when it comes to the spiritual disciplines, they, there's a lot. There's the, and the two that we usually think about are prayer and Bible reading. Mm-hmm. Those are like your typical Sunday school answers. 
how can you grow closer to God this week? Pray, read my Bible. That's just just what people say. Mm -hmm. There are more. There's like silence and solitude. There's Sabbath. There's meditation, fasting. fasting. You could even say journaling, community, worship. Like there's a lot. My theory is prayer and Bible intake are like two umbrella categories that the other disciplines kind of fit into. Or maybe not even, I'll say it this way. When you're in silence and solitude, you're spending a lot of time in prayer mm-hmm. or meditating on scripture. So like prayer and Bible are infused in all the other disciplines. Yeah. I just think like, like let's take you and I as human beings, for example, like if we're not communicating, we have no relationship period. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if we're not communicating, if we're not talking to each other, there's no relationship exists there. Mm. Yes. And amen. And along with that, I'm about to say something that is so simple yet is very important. You ready for this? I'm ready. It's so simple. Prayer is about talking with God. It's about a relationship. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is talking about prayer. He's actually talking about a lot of things that religious people do. And he says, don't do it for this reason, do it for this reason. And he gets to prayer and he says, don't pray in order to impress other people, in order to impress God, to say a bunch of long phrases and sentences and go on and on and on. That's not what prayer is about. And then he goes into the Lord's Prayer. He said, instead, when you pray, pray like this. And he teaches us. I'll go ahead and read it. We'll go straight to Jesus when we talk about prayer. So Jesus says, pray like this. Our Father, in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. There are, we're going to walk through quickly, five things that Jesus shows us prayer is. Prayer is simple. Prayer is relational. It's worshipful, hopeful, and humble. So the first one, prayer is simple. Jesus is correcting our view. He's saying prayer is not some chore to do. It's not Mm -hmm. something to just check off your to-do list. It can be really, really simple. It took me (laughs) probably... I actually timed to myself before. It took me 18 seconds to read the Lord's Prayer. And that's the example Jesus gives us. Mm. That's pretty short. He's to the point. He's clear. He just shares what's there. Spurgeon says about prayer, he says, you are before the Lord. Let your words be few, but let your heart be fervent. Mm. Ooh, I am writing that one down. That one's going on the wall. It's pretty good, right? I can't. can't. Yes, because sometimes I just like on just kicking this off with prayer is simple. I don't know if everybody is like this or if there are people out there that are like me, but there is a lot that I 
overcomplicate in my brain, in my mind. Mm. And I catch myself, I catch myself in that same way, like in prayer, where I, I am overcomplicating prayer. Like I feel like I have to pray some profound prayer or specific words. Like there's some specific words that I have to pray to like unlock mm. God's ears to hear my prayers. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Can I prove it? Sure. I have written down right here. Prayer is not about saying the right words in the right order. It's a simple reliance on and request from God. Yeah, I think, and sometimes that's why I get frustrated too, because I'm like, okay, well, I feel like when I get so in my head and I get so, well, first of all, sometimes I can definitely catch when it's just lies that Satan is speaking to me. Like you're not praying um, like long enough or profound enough or whatever it is that he's whispering. Mm-hmm. God just wants us to like, God just wants us to pray. Like he just wants us to say the first word. Mm. Like he just wants us to show up ready to communicate mm-hmm. with him. You know, that almost sounds like a relationship. Yeah. Almost does. Which is our second thing that prayer is. Prayer is simple. Prayer is relational. This one's huge. Can we go back really quick to prayer simple for a second? Mm-hmm. I want you, If I'm pretty sure you can remember what, I don't know if I, I guess it's fine to say his name. No, there is an, an older gentleman at our church and he prayed in our small group or community group one night. The sweetest, simplest prayer. Do you remember what he said? Which one? He's done that multiple uh-huh. times. <laughs> okay. Well, then we need to get Jess on the podcast because yeah. I feel like he is so great at just praying with great faith mm. that his one sentence prayers to the Lord, like God hears him mm-hmm. and knows him and knows his prayers And like he, you can just feel his faith Mm. that like the God of this universe is listening to me right now. Mm. But there was one, that one night that he. I mean, this man has gone blind, literally. Yeah. Well, he's going blind. Well, he's, he's like blind. He's legally blind now. He's lost his sight. And this was his prayer. He said, Lord. Thank you for all the abilities I still do have. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. And I'm sitting there like crying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because if you want to be humbled real quick. And talk about perspective. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. And so <clears throat> that was such a simple prayer to the Lord. And God is delighted to hear those prayers. Mm. And if your prayer is not like, I don't know. I just think sometimes we get caught up in like, we have to be in our closet on our knees. Um, you know, Jesus does talk about that. Yes. There's a time and place for that. Yes. But right now we're talking about simple, like how prayers can are allowed to be simple. Mm -hmm. God doesn't reject those prayers. They don't go into some like, you know, other category where he's like, ah, that was too simple. So I'm going to get to that later. (laughs) Prayer is not a performance. Yes. Thank you. That was great. That's what it is. Thank you for wrapping this up because I was just spiraling out of control. That's why I'm here. (laughs) Secondly, prayer is 
relationship. Jesus starts his model prayer with our Father, which I just have to touch on real quick. Notice it's in the plural. That's super interesting to me. Jesus is talking as we are to pray as a part of the entire community of God, like Mm. the kingdom community. Mm -hmm. It's all in the plural throughout the prayer. That's just something to note, something to throw out there. Anyways, he says our father, which opens the door to show us this is relationship. We have the gift and the privilege to be able to talk to God anytime, anywhere, bring our request before him, share with him what's on our hearts, what's weighing us, the anxieties. We have that relationship with him where we can bring that to him anytime. That's incredible. Yeah. And we can do it anywhere in a close, comfortable way. Mm-hmm. If God is our father, then we can have that. I mean, ideally, my sons, hopefully, they feel close to me and comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. And our God is a good father, and we can feel that way with him. Yeah. And also, just like on the topic of just relationship, I think that sometimes in our prayer lives, it's a relationship, right? Like it is mm-hmm. Alexa and God in a relationship. And so sometimes I think in our prayer lives, we avoid things that we know that we need to talk to him about or pray about. And we pursue him and he pursues us. And so the spirit is still going to intervene. And sometimes those, I'm speaking from experience actually right now, because this happened to me the other night, but there was something that I had been avoiding talking to God about because I already knew what the answer was and I didn't like the answer. Mm. And I was laying in bed and the spirit intervened and he was like, all right, cool. You're not going to talk to me. I'm going to talk to you. (laughs) And I just think that that's, incredible too that like god pursued me in that moment and he was like you have been avoiding me for too long alexa so i'm just gonna tell you what you don't want to hear and let's just get this on its merry way but then no go ahead that unlocks a really important piece that prayer is not just talking it's also listening yes and i think a lot of christians are uncomfortable with that part we know how to just read off our laundry list of needs Mm -hmm. but it's really difficult for us to slow down and be still and listen to god and again i think it's because sometimes we are scared of what god might have to say to us Mm. and we'll do this will not be the only episode on prayer like we will we'll i'm sure we'll talk about how to listen when you pray, what does that even mean? What are you listening for? How do you know it's God and mm-hmm. yeah, all that stuff? But it's important to know it is a two-way street. It's a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be this formal sit-down, stale occasion. Like we have the freedom and, and the invitation to pray to God all the time. Just talk to him. Can I read a couple quotes? Sure, go for it. We got some more it. quotes. These are, these are three different quotes. I'm just going to read them back to back. Just curious though, were you asking me or were you asking the people? Both. Because they can't say yes or no. Well, they said yes. <laughs> this is uh, a guy named Hen- Henry Nowen. He, he does a really good job of uncovering prayer as relationship. He says, converting 
our unceasing thinking. So like we're we're always thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we convert that, my brain never shuts off. When we convert unceasing thinking into unceasing prayer, it moves us from a self-centered monologue to a God-centered dialogue. Boom. That's relationship. Mm-hmm. He also says to pray does not mean to think about God in contrast to thinking about other things or to spend time with God instead of spending time with other people. Rather, it means to think and live in the presence of God. Last one. That's good stuff. Oh, goodness. We're still going. There's one more. Prayer is the most concrete way to make our home in God. Wait, these are all by the same person? Same dude. Oh, wow. That's good stuff. Prayer's relationship. You ready for number three? Yes, I'm ready. is worshipful. Mm-hmm. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. We keep his name holy. We respect it. We set it apart. We honor him. We enjoy him. So this prayer is relational so we can be close and comfortable with God. But that does not mean we are irreverent or disrespectful to God. It's a close and comfortable relationship, but we know that he is still so different and set Mm -hmm. apart and holy and we have to keep his name up there and it's the radical grace of the gospel that we even have access to him yeah yeah only because of jesus yes and amen so prayer includes it must include giving praise worshiping showing gratitude and just expressing to god how big and beautiful and amazing he is because mm-hmm. that's what he deserves from us. Yeah. Prayer, prayer is not, I'll tell you what it's not. It's not just us thinking that God is a genie mm, yes. in a lamp. And, and I mean, again, I feel like we say this a lot, but it's not prosperity gospel. Like we're not just praying, expecting that like everything that we pray for, or ask for, he's going to answer in the exact way that we want it to be answered. In fact, I don't believe that prayer should always just be asking. Right. You know, we do need to spend time in prayer, just adoration, mm-hmm. worship, adoration. And yeah, like you said, gratitude, repentance, <laughs> mm. forgot that one, <laughs> Um, and confession. And yeah, anyway. That one's coming. Fourth thing, prayer is hopeful. Jesus says in his prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's that's a big, bold, hopeful prayer. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's going to take a lot for God's kingdom and his will to be done here. Because you look around in every direction and you see his will not being done. Mm-hmm. You see rebellion against him. You see places where his kingdom is not being realized. But prayer asks for really big things. Yes. Was it two years ago or one year ago that we, no, or like three or four years ago, we had that. Where we did like our big prayers. Yeah. That was 
That was like four years ago. I think that was 2019. There was one pretty specific prayer on there that I'm not, this too personal family stuff, but that came to. Yeah. God answered that prayer in such a big way. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. But if you think about it, like, okay, God is our father. God is good. He gives good gifts. Mm-hmm. We can, and on top of that, because of Jesus, well, I've already said God is our father. So that means we are his child. Mm-hmm. Because of Jesus, we've been put in a place where we can ask really boldly. Hebrews tells us we can approach the throne of grace with boldness mm-hmm. because of who God is. So we can ask big things. Expectantly. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. We can pray expectantly that God hears us and he will answer us according to who he is, mm-hmm. which means his answer to our prayers will never be wrong. Mm-hmm. God will never wrong us. Yes, according to who he is and not what we want. Yes, but we're still free to express what we want. Right, yeah. That's and good. prayer, like, yeah, a big part of prayer is over time, be, I mean, this is habitual flourishing. This is a habit of prayer. So the more and more we do it, the more and more God will align us to his will mm. and to who he is. So when we are telling God the things we want, as we grow and mature, hopefully those things that we want are things that God also wants. Prayer is hopeful. You ready for the last one? I'm ready. Prayer is humble. That's as Jesus closes out the Lord's Prayer. He touches on things we need from God that we have to depend on him for. So prayer requires this humble approach. Like, God, I need you. He mentions for our daily bread, for forgiveness as we forgive others, and for deliverance from evil. Mm -hmm. Because apart from God, we have nothing and we are like we would actually literally be nothing mm-hmm. if it wasn't for God sustaining us. So prayer is a is a way to daily depend on God mm-hmm. and not on ourselves. Yes. <laughs> that was good stuff. You're also losing me. It's getting late. A couple more thoughts. So as we're depending on God for everything we need, Jesus actually goes on later in the Sermon on the Mount to talk about that dependence on God is what we need to fight off our anxieties Mm. about life. Yes. He says, I just know that I see you and I care for you. You're more valuable than the birds in the air, than the lilies in the field. Depend on me and I will provide for you. Cast your anxieties on me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One other part of this humble approach. So Jesus in his, in the Lord's prayer, he starts with God in heaven, our father in heaven, and he ends with evil, or you could actually translate that delivers from the evil one. And it's showing like, there's this battle, there's a war going on. And we have to know that we need God's total, complete, constant help Mm -hmm. to have any chance of survival. It's like this, like prayer, when it comes to the spiritual battle, imagine being in a war and you have a mission and you 
maybe you're behind enemy lines and you have the special task, but you're communicating with the home intelligence base or whatever. And they have satellite images, they have all this info, and they have a way to communicate to you. They say, hey, don't go this way, the enemy's there. Turn, go this other way. That walkie-talkie or whatever it is you have would be so valuable and important because you are navigating this war zone. Prayer is the same way. Like We need that constant communication on God, humbly relying on Him. God, please don't let me go into temptation. Please deliver me from the evil one. Deliver me out of this. Guide my steps. I need the knowledge, the wisdom, the things that you have. Give that to me. But the unbelievable part is God is not in some intelligence base back in the homeland. Like God is in the foxhole with you in that battle. So you have, we have to humbly rely on him. And because of that relational aspect, he is with us wherever we are, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I would say, so just to wrap up here, I've heard prayer described this way. This is a quote. I don't remember who said it. So it's not for me. Sorry, whoever said this, that I'm not giving you credit. It's probably me. Probably. Just kidding. They, it's definitely not me. They described it as constant, conscious communion. Like somebody you you know think you think quoted this or you read it somewhere? I don't I don't know. Either read it, heard it on a podcast, something like that. Say it again, sorry. It's prayer is constant, conscious communion with God. Mm. Relationship. Mm-hmm. Always. And it's like, how else would you want to live life? If that is available to you, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. You can always be in open, safe dialogue with God. It's a lifeline. Yes, because of, because of Jesus, we have that available to us right now. Prayer is a gift. It is such a An gift. An undeserved gift. God's grace to us. Which is why when we view prayer as a chore, mm. like we are, we're just not realizing the value of it. Mm-hmm. We're not really realizing what it even is. Prayer, you could even say it's a way of existing. Prayer is a way of being in the world, meaning you're always open to and aware of God's presence. Like he is here. So you could even say that prayer is a way of existing, meaning it is a way of being in the world where you are aware of his presence, you're you're open to his presence, you're submitting to his rule. Like Jesus said, your kingdom come, your will be done. You're enjoying his friendship and you're just relying on his grace. Like you're humbly relying on him. That is that's simply just a way of existing. That is that's what prayer is. Yeah. And so to round us out two more quotes oh my goodness gracious it's a pretty quotey episode very quotey episode have you quoted the bible at all yeah i read the lord's prayer that's what we're walking through oh yeah 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 yes here we go okay first one oswald chambers you ready is this from the little book that you've been reading i don't think it is in there i think this is from a different book he wrote he wrote a book on prayer i think it's just called prayer He says, prayer does not fit us for the greater work. Prayer is the greater work. Mm -hmm. And then final quote Mm. by Henry Nouwen. 
A spiritual life without prayer is like the gospel without Christ. Oof. That's like what you were saying earlier. You view prayer as like the essential part. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what a spiritual life is. Yeah. Praying to God. Yeah. So can I ask you one last question? Sure. comes to we've this whole time we've just spent talking about what prayer is Mm -hmm. we haven't actually talked about what real habits of prayer can look like Mm -hmm. do you have any thoughts towards that well uh, yeah i actually it's funny because you're catching me it's the end of the year yes it is obviously and so this is the time of year that people are thinking about how they you know want to grow, they dream, set their goals, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada? Yada, yada. <laughs> just made that up. Um, But just like a conviction that I have had and just an area that God has shown me. This is just funny, like doing this whole podcast episode and then I'm like, well, I need a lot of help in prayer. Same here. No, but like I, I genuinely, prayer is something that I desire to grow deeper in. And I think we're always desiring to grow deeper in prayer. Mm-hmm. I think there are some, you know, well-seasoned believers out there that are just true prayer warriors. Um, and that's like, I just desire to get there, you know? Yeah. But I, um, I've done this a few times and I want to do it more, but when I take the boys, and you do this sometimes too, you go on like prayer walks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um I and like I love I love doing that alone like yeah. when I don't have the boys with me, which is just a rare thing cuz it's either I'm walking during the day with the boys or we're doing a family walk, but I'm like rarely walking by myself. Um but yeah, no phone. Mm. I know that scares some people. My sister's mm. rolling her eyes, one of them, because she's like she hates when I don't have my phone on me. Um, what if a bird attacks you and you need to call 911? <laughs> Or okay. something like that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to get in trouble now. Thank you. <laughs> but no, basically, or if you have your phone like for emergency, okay, we are safe people-ish. Then my point is no AirPods, no earbuds, no none of that. Like it is just you and God and the whole time you're walking, your focus is just to talk to him, just communicate with him. You can do that out loud if you want to look like a crazy person or in your head. I actually have a really hard time. Like I just do better praying out loud. Yeah. And so when I take the boys on a walk, there was a couple of times that I did, like I was like, oh, I'll just pray out loud because then it's going to look like I'm just talking to my kids. But then Haddon's <laughs> like, mommy, what are you doing? Mommy, why are you? And I was like, okay, this is not working. But I also have tried to do like, or I've started like when I'm doing the dishes or I don't usually do the laundry. Matthew does most of the laundry. But if I'm just doing like house tasks during the day, mm. I will say like, okay, the whole time that I'm doing this task, I just want to pray to the Lord, you know, in adoration. Mm. Like my focus right now is just to worship and to adore the God of this universe. Or the whole time I'm doing this task, I want it to be praying for Hazen or Mm. praying for so-and-so. And I have actually found that not just helpful, but also like it makes me look forward to whatever I have to do because I'm like, 
I know that my focus in doing this task is to just spend that time with God mm. while I'm. That's like habit stacking. Yeah, that is habit stabbing. It's pretty cool. Stabbing, man. I'm struggling to talk Habit tonight. stabbing. No, I said stabbing. Oh. Even worse. But no, I mean, I think it's so, I think it can go to other extremes though, because then you, it can get to a place where it's like, oh, you only pray when you lay in bed at night and when you, before you eat a meal, like you're a horrible person, you know? <laughs> Or it's like, if I'm not praying every second of the day, like God's going to strike me. I think it can, you know, people can go extremes with it. Yeah. But prayer is an open invitation just to talk to God whenever. Mm -hmm. He is always there and he is always listening. Yep. But I do think it is important to, you know, to form some prayer habits in your life. Um, Spend time with God in the morning before your kids wake up. It is a Mm. delight and a treat. It seriously is. On the mornings when I actually do it. Anyway, I don't feel like I answered that question well, but that's, to be honest, it is, um, let's see, it is 9.59 p.m., so that's my answer. (laughs) What about you? Yeah, I I think prayer should be a constant thing. I mean, the Bible says pray without ceasing. Mm -hmm. Yet there should be some set-aside times where that's all you're doing. Yeah. I love the habit stacking idea. We should do solitude next. Mm, Yeah. But yeah, this sounds so cliche in Christian circles, but there's a reason it's a cliche. You're right about the, the, in the morning, just being alone with God, it it just sets you up for your day in in a powerful way. Yeah, and I feel like it sets you up in your day to intentionally be with Jesus the rest of the day. Yeah. Mm, yeah. We should have a mm counter. <laughs> How many times you got mm? I think spending time in prayer first thing in the morning, before you open the email, before you check social media, before you, whatever it is. Before you even touch your phone. Yes. It, it can put your heart in a posture where you go to those things, the email, work, you go more aware of who God is, that he is real, mm-hmm. that he is good. And you're more aware of who you are and how much you need him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the mentality we need to just face this daily life as Christians. Yeah. I also have one more thing I want to add. Okay. I think it's really important, and I do this to be honest, often to pray out loud in front of your kids. Mm. Even if like, like today, for instance, I had to go back to the store because I realized I came home with two of the same shoes for Haddon. Like they were both this, they went on the same feet. So I didn't have a right and a left. I had like two rights. And when I went this morning, it was like 9 a.m. There was like nobody at the store. Well, when I went back, the parking lot was like packed full. I had both the boys with me Mm. and I would just pray it out loud. I was like, God, I pray that you would please just have that shoe sitting there for me to just Mm. grab and go. Cause I'm like, if this shoe's not there, Haddon's going to be, you know, just all of it. Anyway, my point with that is like, I just think it's important to pray out loud, even if you intend to do it in your head, because it's just you and God talking 
if you can pray out loud in front of your kids, if your kids are throwing a temper tantrum and you're praying to God for help, pray out loud. Your mm. kids can hear that. Mm. Um, speaking of one of our children, there's a child crying. They're waking up. Let's pray for them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you would you would think that we were like super charismatic by the way that Haddon prays. Yeah. We're n- I'm not sure where he gets it from. But it's yeah, it's pretty awesome. He's also charismatic when he pretend preaches. He gets a little rowdy. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's a wrap on prayer for now. Just I think prayer is always an open, ongoing conversation. Yeah. So thanks you got thank you guys for uh tagging along with us. It's been a while, but uh we're glad to be back. Mm-hmm. Keep on praying. Are we supposed to do like a resource or something? Oh. Okay. I'll do one. Good, because I don't have one. Random resource. This one is very random. This is an author that I personally love. He does a lot of fiction. He has some nonfiction stuff. Oh, no. His name is Wendell Berry. Oh, phew. Why'd you say, oh, no? I thought you were going to do the like crime guy books that you read oh no that guy's really good i was like let's just not read his name's harlan coben okay (laughs) (laughs) he does really good like murder mystery novels he has some shows on netflix i'm I'm a sucker for his books but no wendell berry he's a christian guy he's all about contemplating life yeah and reflecting on life and just uh live being committed to your local community in a deep and meaningful way so isn't that post mill what? <laughs> Post-millennial? <laughs> I guess it can be. That's hilarious. Just <laughs> No, I'm Chris, keeping that in. No. Isn't that uh, Anyways, Wendell Berry is his name. Great author. All right, we've talked for long enough. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Peace.